Episode 169 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. I was at my vet the other day, and I brought my vet and the entire office he's at, pastries from Les Delices Lafrenet. They loved it, especially the Nutella horns. He didn't even know there was one up the street from him in Montreal West on 51 Avenue, Westminster North. Five locations, including that one and mine in Brossard on Boulevard Tachereau. It's Les Delices Lafrenet. For a limited time this winter, enjoy the Baton Rouge Fire Offer, available until February 25th in restaurant only, the barbecue pork back ribs and creamy potato soup duo for only $30. Find out where the closest location is to you by going to batonrouge.ca. It's Baton Rouge Grill House and Bar. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of paid sponsors. This is The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by OwnSpace. Episode 169. Here we are. Freeway Frank. Hope you're doing all right. This is the Thursday edition of the Drive-By Podcast. I've had the privilege, I should say, the honor of hosting my mom, having her stay with me the last couple of days. Why do I say that? Because even if I've... She's my mother, and I love my mom. She is incredible to have around. Why? Because the wisdom that comes with my mom and the entertainment also, <laughs> but mostly <laughs> mostly the entertainment, is second to none. She watches like many other people. If you grew up Italian, then you know that Italian television is a big thing in Canada especially with the older generations. It's their, their way of connecting with Italy, being in touch, right? And having all these TV shows. Just a couple of weeks ago, they had their version, Sanremo, which is like the, the Grammys or the Junos, their version. But it's like a four-day music festival where everything stops in Italy. And a couple of other things I noticed my mom watching, and this is not new. This, this didn't happen, like I didn't just discover this. This has been something that has been ongoing, but now that she's with us for a, for a bit, then, then you really see the daily habits. And there's this show that I've known about for a long time now called Uomini e Donne, so basically men and women. And basically it's women and men coming on national television in Italy. And they're there to, to, to date each other, to court each other, uh, to talk about the dating, how it went, their, their, their issues. The other day I was watching and it was like, it was, it was like, it was really bad. It was this very good looking guy with two very hot, attractive young women. And they were both vying for his attention. And you could totally tell the guy was not into this one girl, but he was into this other girl. But the girl that he was not into was actually the girl, in my opinion, that was very attractive, even more attractive. But then the other girl kind of started becoming more attractive to me. And next thing you know, I'm caught up in this thing. 
And then the guy, being me, that would be ridiculing my mom. Well, what is this crap? What is this show that you watch? Yeah, 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 tutti quanti. Everybody's watching this, right? And when I would go over to my mom's house when she was living on her own at her condo, this would be on and I would just literally ignore it because I was there to see my mom, so we'd turn it off. But when she's over and she's at my house, so she's living at my house, right? She's spending some time with us for a few weeks. Then it's there and it's always there, 24-7. It's like, again, this show, and it's on again. And, and then, so during, during COVID a couple of years ago, that is when I first discovered this show. And during COVID, the everybody on the show would be wearing masks and literally would be dancing next to each other. Now, this is the crazy part. Let me describe it for the non-Italians and people who have absolutely no clue what I'm talking about. So imagine a show like back in the day, like Love Connection. Okay? And for people who are too young to know Love Connection, uh, just imagine uh, Tinder. And you're going on a date with somebody, and but the date is happening in real time, basically, in front of an audience, and people are, are talking and criticizing you, and everybody has an opinion on, on what you should do, and you're there with this, this woman, and you went on a date, and she's dish, dissing you on national television, and then the man is telling you to your face, yeah, you're not for me, you're not my style. But, I mean, this is, uh, it's cutthroat. But then they, like, out of nowhere... They dance, which I never understood. And that's the thing about Italian shows in general. I find that Italy, even though they've modernized their sets, they've modernized their, their TV production, whatever it is they've done, it, like they caught up to the rest of North America. It's not like they don't have the technology or any of that stuff. But I find their TV shows have not. Now, don't get me wrong. We have a lot of really dumb, stupid shows in North America. The list goes on and on and on. I don't have to tell you that. Even before Netflix came, we've had the most insane shows on television. So what, what makes the ones in Italy even more nutty? Well, it's because I find that they're stuck in this formula. It's very formulaic, as I said, and it's like this variety show that makes no sense. But for some reason in Europe, it works. But this type of show in Canada would not work. Okay, now, my mom also watches, so wait for this. My mom always watch, also watches Grande Fratello, which is Big Brother. Now, I am a massive, my wife and I are huge Big Brother fans, United States version. And I've been watching it since, like, I think it was season six or season seven. My wife has been watching it since pretty much season one. And so I'm one to speak. I can't criticize it. But, but the Italian version of Big Brother does a lot of different things. And it's, it's just wacky. I don't know how else to say it, but retarded is what I wanted to say. Okay, and I just realized I have my own podcast and I could say that word because I don't care if it offends anybody. It's completely and utterly retarded. That's what it is. All these shows... And so they're hanging out, as I said, they're speaking to each other on this uh, Womini and Donne, and then all of a sudden they start dancing. And it's not only them two that start dancing, the two people that are trying to make the, the connection, right? They're trying to court each other. And this show, by the way, has been around, I think, since the 90s. I mean, I could be wrong, but it's been on forever. And, and then other people from the audience start coming and people start, it's like a high school dance. People start asking each other, asking each other if they want to dance. 
like guys, like older men. Some are, are, I'm not kidding you. Some are in their 70s, 80s, 90s, old guys. Like they're walking over to, to, to older women, sometimes younger women, guys with hair like Fabio, you know, like hair that I had back in the late 80s. They still have it now. And the guy looks like, uh, like Fabio. With hair all over the place, going and ask this really pretty 26, 27 year old, and he's in his late 40s, 50s, I don't know, uh, gray beard, and they're dancing, and it's the most bizarre thing and completely intriguing. That's the thing. And then my, my, my wife looks over at me, she goes, huh, huh, she does the whole, huh. Yeah, in other words, yeah, yeah, I've been sucked in. I've been sucked in. I've been sucked in. Because if you watch, and then, then the worst part, and then stuff's like, what are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? And my mom's talking. What are they saying? What are they saying? What are they, and my mom's talking. What? I don't know. I can't, can I watch? Can I watch and then I'll tell you? I'm trying to listen, and I, my mom's talking. My wife's asking me, what did they say? My head is spinning. I'm trying to grasp the concept of this show. But there's always some kind of knuckleball, curveball, slider. I don't know. There's always something different happening where just when you think you understand the show, something else happens, and, and I'm like, well, what is this now happening? It just absolutely, again, Italian television makes no sense. Today, then something else came on. My mom was watching, and this lady was, this again, yeah, lady, she was a young woman, mademoiselle, Signorina, late 20s, early 30s, was playing a game show where two guys were speaking Spanish and she couldn't understand them and they were both wearing funny hats like, or sailor hats. I don't, I, it is the most bizarre thing. Most bizarre thing. And before my mom used to have like five Italian channels. That's what Italians in Montreal, they get any services get. Now, don't ask me. I'm not going to say. My mom has 365 Italian channels. All right. And with these 365 channels, she could watch anything. Find out how you could get your 365 channels, by the way. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> you probably already know. But so now, now, she, now what she doesn't understand is all these channels. She goes, well, my friends don't have her friends at, the, uh, at their, her uh, club, Italian club. They don't have all these channels. They just have five channels, right? So... They'll be like, because, you know, these people, they know everything. So then they tell my mom, oh, no, no, that, that show's not on until Saturday. Meanwhile, my mom's watched it three times already during the week because she has all these other channels. And my mom's like, oh, yeah? And then she tells my sister and I, oh, no, the show's not on until Saturday. She's like, what are you talking about? We watched it earlier this week. The one they're going to watch is three or four days later. And then my mom, in the beginning, couldn't grasp why she wasn't seeing the, the local inserts anymore, meaning the commercials from Montreal, the commercials from Toronto. She's like, why are all these commercials directly from Italy? Uh-huh, exactly. So uh, you could put two and two together to figure out that now my mom has every channel, Italian channel in the universe available to her, and she's more confused than ever as to why she does. This is incredible, guys. But I'm having, I'm telling you, I'm having a great time. And there's no part of me that feels, how, how do you say it? Like bothered or inconvenienced. I like literally am scratching my head. That's all I do. I'm like just watching my mom and watching the screen, watching my mom. And, and like, what, have, what about this am I not getting? And I know the minute I say this, all Italian Canadians who are hearing me speak right now, know exactly what I'm talking about. 
And I'm sure this works in the Greek community because there's a hell of a lot of Greek channels, Portuguese, uh, Iranian, uh, Syrian, uh, Egyptian. I see all these channels, all these. I'm sure there's the equivalent of all these Italian channels and all these other languages where Italian parents or grandparents stay home and watch these channels and literally become, uh, in Italian the word is a rimbambit, in other words, completely and utterly retarded by watching these shows. I've had it up to here. <laughs> but I love my mom. All right, let's talk about dick pics now. <laughs> How did I get from that to this? Well, a couple of weeks ago, it's been a while now, but it just came to, to mind that I never brought it up on the podcast. Sometimes, depending on when I record the podcast, usually it's the few hours before. That's when I record the podcast. But then sometimes there's so much other stuff happening, I forget to talk about certain things. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Drake, his, uh, his dick ended up, right? His dick pic ended up on, on the internet everywhere. And then everyone started, people were talking about it. And you know what I realized? I realized that there's a the the latest generation is a generation Z. It's not the millennials. It's generation Z. There's a lot of people that belong to this generation that have zero brain cells. When they speak, every second word is like, like and like and like. They can't form proper sentences. They have zero structure grammatical structure when they're speaking can you imagine their writing would be absolutely atrocious and they always talk about the fuck boys and all. i watch these videos on instagram tiktok sometimes they come on instagram because god forbid i'm not on tiktok and they always it, it's i listen to them speak and i'm like what's wrong with these people what's wrong with this generation have they thrown out now i'm not saying look i'm not saying i had morals back in the day but I didn't announce it to the world. I, I wanted the fewest amount of people to know that I was immoral with whatever I did. Whatever I was doing behind closed doors, either by myself or with girls or whatever the heck I was doing in Vegas, not in Vegas, in my life, I kept it to myself. I didn't tell anybody. Now, it's all for you to see on social media. And personally, I find it honestly if I have no kids, but if this were my daughter, if this were, it's disgusting. It's honestly, it's disgusting how they act and how they speak with absolutely no regard for if a parent of theirs or family member or anyone they respected were to see them on talking like this. Like, you don't care. It's zero. They have no class. They have no tact. Zero awareness as to just anything going around, you know, going on around them. It's just they're completely oblivious to a parent maybe picking up and watching them on Instagram and seeing this. How my this is my daughter, this is my son. But it's become to and, and why I mentioned Drake is bec is because I saw these videos coming out and women talking about you know drake's dick and this dick pic and that and oh my god and and the, the thing i heard the most is how unbelievable his dick is okay and i i wanted to go see it for myself and then i thought to myself it's a dick what am i gonna see that i'm gonna see like am i gonna look at drake's you know schlong and then go oh wow yeah it is an amazing schlong no i'm not and i don't care but i just thought to myself 
This is something that in 1926 would never have happened. Why? Because we probably, because social media wasn't around, number one. Who knows? Maybe if social media were around, uh, you know, their, 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 their moms, their grandmothers, and their great-grandmothers would have been hoes too. I don't know. Probably. Because hoes have already, have always existed. Dirty people have always existed. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of that stuff. I'm just saying, like, for me, the last thing I would want, like, that stuff is... The more you keep it private, the better. But now everybody exposes all this stuff on social media. And there's nothing to me. If I were back in that age group, if I was a guy right now, and I was looking at a 25, 26-year-old girl, girl talking like that, like maybe a part of me, part of my brain would be you know, intrigued by the fact like, oh, this is going to be easy to get her, right? And then, but for that, that reason only, let's say. But it's not even a turn-on whatsoever because when they speak that way, and then there's this new trend where women, like they're doing something, they're talking about something, and then all of a sudden they drop to their knees and their head goes below the camera and it looks like they're, they're down on their knees, you know, giving a guy head. And, and I see it, like, honestly, reel after reel. Thing, I just, I'm like, wow, man. Have they no dignity, nothing? Your employer... Your family members, as I mentioned, your priest. Okay, I doubt they go to the church. Not to say that I go to church, but anybody could see this. Like, they don't care. And it's not one person. It's thousands, millions. It must be millions because it's everywhere. The other big one now is when they jiggle their their ass. I always talk about this. They jiggle their ass, right? And then and then all of a sudden they jiggle it again. So they're, they're wearing like a bathrobe. Then they jiggle it again. Then it's their bikini. So now some people are probably wondering, Frank, how do you know all this? As I go, well, because it comes up on my Instagram feed. Because once you watch it once or twice, it comes up. And then my whole Instagram feed is filled <laughs> or is full of women in bathrobes whose bikinis are then exposed with their culos sticking out. So I guess I have a, a, a you know, I have some blame here. I am not free from any blame, I guess. If these things show up on my Instagram, it's because I'm looking at them. No, but I'm looking at them. It's the same It's the same thing over and over with a different girl. But again, it just seems like every girl, It just honestly, it seems like every girl out there is a slut. Every single one. And I know that's not true. Because I know there's a lot of classy women out there still. And I know there's a lot of women with some kind of integrity. But if you're going to do that kind of stuff, do it for your man for, for all of social media to, to see you there jiggle like it really shows you have nothing like vacant it's no it's like completely vacant up there there's nothing happening in the brain you know there's there's nothing it's like a hollowness it's so superficial and so i'm afraid as to, if i had kids i'd be very afraid and your kids kids your grandkids i'm afraid as to where this world honestly is going because dumb and dumber it's dumbest now of of all generations i just can't believe what i'm watching half the time i'm just shaking my head now as some may say frank look if you're on there and you and you're seeing all this is you're contributing you're watching i'm, I'm watching because things come up the same way a golf video would come up or a drumming video things that i like Things on poker, and I'm watching it, and okay, I may have looked at one girl here, two girls, that, that, look at that, okay, she's cute, whatever the case is, right? And then, and then that's it. That's what the algorithms start to send you. 
Like, you know, during COVID, they were sending you different things. If you were on one side, they were sending you right-wing stuff. If you were on another side, they were sending you left-wing. Still the case. But, I, you know, I, I know in some guys, I have a friend of mine, he can't even go on his search on Instagram. He has to make sure that it's completely clear because his wife will pick it up. He'll, he'll go, she'll go to the, his Instagram, put in the search, and start looking at whether or not he's looked at any women. I see I think I think that is bad. I think if it ever got to that point, like my wife could pick up my phone any at any point, I don't hide anything. And if she picks it up and looks and says, Oh, here's another woman with boobs, I'm gonna go, okay, so what do you want from me? It's not like, you know, it's there and I, and I'm a man. I'm curious. I look, I see, that's it. But half of the time, more than half, ninety-five percent of the time, I'm not intrigued by these women. It's rare I see a woman and go, Wow, this is a gorgeous, classy woman. No, it's one hole after another. It's like, another schifoza, another. <laughs> I said it in Italian, but, you know, here's another dirty girl, another dirty girl. It's like nonstop. I mean, I'm telling you, if I had all this material when I was in my teens, we didn't have much back in the day. Let me tell you, it was the same video VHS uh, going around from, uh, from kid to kid. If I had that, I would never have left my room. I would never have graduated. College, university, forget it. Never have left with all the stuff that's there now. People are also freaking out that, uh, I'm not sure if it's the conservatives. I think I looked at it very quickly. I think it was Pierre Polyev here in, in Canada said that they would be, if he were prime minister, they would be looking at, uh, since I was talking about dirty stuff, uh, making it, uh, you know, a certain age, have, having to be a certain age, in other words, having to have a certain ID to view porn. Did you see that? So yeah, just fact-checked what I just mentioned. Conservative government in Canada, so if elected, the Canadian Conservative Party, and leader Pierre Polyev said his government would require porn websites to verify the age of users. I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. Now, there are some people that now look at that and all of a sudden think, oh, now really the conservatives are saying this, they were all about free speech, and then now they're saying that. But I, here's the reason why I'm okay with it. Because when young people are on looking at that stuff, back in the day, when we were young, we didn't have, I didn't have internet porn when I was growing up. And if you had to go get porn, it was hard to get. If you went into a convenience store and you were looking at porn, you would be kicked out. Somebody else had to buy the magazine. As I said, that magazine, that, that VHS was going around. Who knows what was on it? It was being shared by everybody in the high school, whatever was going around, right? That one copy, two copies of whatever. So it wasn't accessible. It wasn't easy for a, a, a minor to walk into, even back in the days, in a video store and rent a porn. A porno would never happen. Zero. It would have to be an older brother, somebody else doing it. So, uh, yeah, you always had to follow you always have to be within the law. So if you had to put in an age verification to go on, on a porn site, I'd be okay with that, especially if I had kids, younger kids, and a lot of the stuff that's on there nowadays. And it, it can also, look, there's a lot of people that are into things that are not legal. And uh, we know that there's a lot of sick people out there. So anything to make it harder for even those people to access 
anything. In other words, you could put in a an ID, but then people are going to say that infringes on your own freedoms, having to put in an ID to validate. But the way I look at it is if you're watching legal stuff, it shouldn't be an issue. You put in your age and have no problem with it. All right, boom, put it in, put in your age, verification ID, whatever, and uh, you're set like anything else. If you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing or watching things you're not supposed to be watching, uh, that's that's a whole different, you'd be breaking the law anyway, so that's the whole point. Episode 169 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. If you're looking for a themed cake, maybe you have a birthday, family member's birthday coming up in the next few weeks, get their theme cake done at Les Delices Lafrenet. Whatever they like, they can make it appear. They can bring it to life on a cake. Five locations, St. Leonard, the original hub on Rue Lafrenet, hence the name, Rosemary Point, Claire, Montreal West, and my home location, Boulevard Tachereau in Brossard with a newly expanded store. Check them out. It's Les Delices Lafrenet, simplement délicieux, simply delicious. Fire offer happening at Baton Rouge Grillhouse and Bar. Explore their menu happening until February 25th. That is next week. A limited time offer, special price in restaurant only. And check out the closest restaurant near you by going to batonrouge.ca. A full rack of their signature barbecue ribs served with fries, coleslaw, paired with their seasonal favorite, the creamy potato soup. I've had this. It is fantastic. So much food garnished with cheese, scallions, and perfectly smoked bacon bits. Check out the rest of their menu at batonrouge.ca. You could even hook somebody up with a great electronic gift card on their website. Ideal, simple, and an instant gift for someone if you want to head over there with your co-workers for a sans cassette, drinks, and a nice meal after work. Do that. Baton Rouge. .ca with a new location coming in LaSalle very soon and their newly renovated and expanded restaurant at Complex des Jardins, Baton Rouge Grillhouse and Bar. It is incredible to me the amount of people I still speak to or I speak to people who know people who speak to people. In other words, have friends or family members that are still convinced that the government has your best interest in mind. This is unbelievable to me. Okay, let me remind you here of a couple of things. The government is made up of who? People in all jurisdictions across Canada, America, wherever you're listening in from, people like you and I, people that are supposed to be there to represent us. Who goes into politics? Have you seen some of these dweebs uh, lately? Let's just say in the last year alone, yet alone the last decade, several decades. I remember when politicians were actually, you know, like you would see a head of state and you'd say, yeah, this is a leader. You'd look at the person, like their politics or not, and say, well, there's something about this person. That makes them a strong leader. It has, you know, this person has leader, has the C written on them, like in a, in a sport or a hockey jersey. You know, you see a Sidney Crosby, you see a Connor McDavid, you see captains anywhere, in any sport, true leaders. They've got something special above 
everyone else. Hence why they're in those positions. Now, politicians, there's nothing special about them. Nothing. They're, they're, they're just, re- to me, they're regular people for whatever reason that have failed in other aspects of life. And then they decide, let me go into politics and see what I could do. Well, mostly because the fat paychecks they'll get depending on... Now, there's, don't get me wrong. There's still some decent good people that want to get into politics to help out. <laughs> but this is a very small percentage. Don't fool the fooler here. Very small percentage. The rest of the people are opportunists. They know by going into politics that they'll be able to fill that resume in whichever way they want and be set for life. If you're a prime minister of Canada or an MP and you spend enough time, let's call it six years, i.e. a Jagmeet Singh or any of these people, you get a full pension for the rest of your life. That's how it's set up in Canada. Now, there are people at very, like, you know, very municipal level levels, very small levels of government that are literally doing two or three, like they're a realtor, then they're a volunteer fire uh, fighter, uh, they, they, they deliver milk, I don't know, for lack of a better career. They're doing other stuff. They have three or four, they're wearing three or four different hats, and then they're the local mayor, politician. I'm not talking about these people. These are the people that might actually... Uh, and then, by the way, those people are probably getting handouts in their small towns. Who knows what they're cooking, right? Who, who knows what they're grabbing in those small municipalities too? My whole point is once you get involved in politics, it's power. And the power eventually, even if you're a good person, you get manipulated. And once you get manipulated, taken advantage of, they buy you. Once you're bought, once they, they take over your mind, you realize what you're going to get from these people that are corrupting you. You're corrupted, you're tainted, you're done. So all of the political spectrum, all of politics is corrupt. That's why it's corrupt. Because you can't have a guy coming in as prime minister and the guy's got like, you know, a million net worth and he's going out and he's got a hundred million net worth or president, same way. Now, presidents that came in, uh, they were worth three, four million. Now they're worth 300, 400 million. No, you can't tell me just by being president of the United States, uh, you know, over that period of time that you went, that's how much it grew. No, it's because there are lobbyists, there are special interest groups. You know, you heard about so much of this in the last couple of years in the United States, quid pro quo, which is basically you rub my shoulder, I'll rub yours, you know, a favor that's, that's granted to you, but there's something expected. They expect you to do something back for them. That's quid pro quo. And, and you hear about it a lot. So th- there's always that going on. There's always that, that co- corruption. But there's some people, man, I'm telling you, you could, till the cows come home, man, you could keep telling them this. And, and I've had conversations with people, and it, is it because they're simpletons? Is it because they're, I don't know, they're un- unable to think they're followers. Yeah, they're followers. They, they don't have a mind of their own, but, but people actually say these things. People actually think these things. You know, say things like, do you really think that they want to do this to it? Yeah. Yeah, hello? I, yes, I do. 
do you really think, Frank, you know, you wouldn't believe the amount of times, do you really think that's their intention? As a matter of fact, worse, yes, I do. And, and I think we've been able to prove that countless times in just the last couple of years. But it, it's the reason I bring it up is because it's just unbelievable to me that these people are out there. These people are out there. These people are the majority of the people. They, 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 they could be having a, a, a coffee, an espresso in um, Little Italy. I'm just uh, giving an example, you know. Sitting down there, husband and wife, sitting down, big smile, and having, you know, and having absolutely no clue. No clue. Educated. They went to school. He's a retired professional. She's about to retire. They have three beautiful children. They're empty nesters. They're having their coffee, and they believe everything the government says. They believe everything the person closest to them tells them, their brother, brother-in-law, sister. My, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like they live in this bubble, but you would think that these people, albeit extremely smart, educated, would question, no? Would question? Would say something? Would read something and think, something's not right here. No, no. No, I keep sipping that espresso. Ah, isn't this a great espresso? Yeah, oblivious to what's going on. To the carpet being pulled from underneath you. Like you're about to fall through that trap door. Any second now, you probably have a few times already, didn't even notice you fell, and you're stuck in this in the trap door beneath a couple of floors. That's where their brains are at. Like unable to think outside the box. That's the box. That's the box. They're under there. They're unable to think. These are the people who, who, who think, I don't know, uh, O.J. Simpson uh, didn't kill his wife. No. These are the people who think that uh, BLM was a legit uh, social justice organization. that didn't question anything. These are the people who think sending hundreds of millions of dollars to the Ukraine, I stand with this, I stand with Stugatz, I stand with that, I stand with the, everything. The first people to put some, yeah, yeah, this flag, now this, now. They just, they, they buy it. They swallow everything, you know. Till the, good till the last drop, man. They're sucking that cream out of that espresso cup. They're, they're, they're taking it all in. It's like there is nothing they will ever question. They just take everything for what it is at face value. These people probably believe wrestling is real, right? Never mind all the other stuff that's happened. Never mind. Never mind all that. They're just living in this bubble. And guess what? That bubble is okay to them. It's okay. Let me live in my bubble. I'm happy in my bubble. Till somebody comes along, boom, bursts that bubble. And it opens up and the air just comes out. And all of a sudden they're exposed. Meaning they're exposed to whatever has been thrown at them, whatever has been thrown at us in the world next, disease X, disease Y, disease Z, disease La Fesaccia de Mamet, I don't know. And they'll, they'll just, what do we do now? What do we do now? <laughs> what do we do now? Hmm. Okay. Hey, hope you enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> It's episode, I'm done. It's episode 169 of the Drive-By Podcast, sponsored by Lidelis Lafrenet. I'm going to tell you, Lidelis Lafrenet is where it's at. And maybe some people need a bit of that sugar rush or that, like, give me something here. Yeah, how about a cannoli? How about 
a Nutella horn. I was talking about that at the beginning of the podcast. They've got it all. Small cannolis, big cannolis, lobster tails. Beautiful. Beautiful box full of great stuff. The Zeppeli now that are out for uh, St. Joseph, San Giuseppe next month. But now they, they always make them ahead. They're, they're, they're way ahead of the big March 17th date. Because Zeppeli are a thing. They're, they, that's it. They, that's it. They baptized the Zeppeli years ago. And then everybody started making the Zeppeli months before. And now they're available year-round. Les Delices Lafrenet, the original, one and only, St. Leonard, Rosemere, Point Claire, Montreal West, and Brossard, simplement délicieux, lesdelicesslafrenet.com. Baton Rouge Grill House and Bar. I'm headed there tomorrow. Can't wait. I'm actually going to take my mom and my wife. My mom asked me today, what, what am I going to eat at uh, Il Bastone Rosso? <laughs> Baton Rouge. That's a, she called it in French. Baton, baston, rose. Okay, ma, it's called baton rouge. Okay, well, what am I going to have? I go, ma, you could have a nice hamburger. You could have a nice steak. You could have ribs. You could have chicken. You could have spinach dip. You could, and her, her face started to light up. I have whatever you want. Or you could have their $30. I've been talking about it for the last 2024. Since baton rouge jumped aboard the drive-by podcast, I've been talking about this. Their fire offer. I told my mom, this is what you're going to have, ma. And she goes, what about if I don't finish it? I go, you're not going to finish it. They give you a lot of food. Next day, you could continue it. We'll take a, a doggy bag. You, you, you could eat it the next day. Barbecue pork, back ribs, and creamy potato soup duo. We're going because this ends this Sunday. Limited time offer, special price till February 25th. In restaurant only, full rack of their signature barbecue ribs served with fries and coleslaw. Paired with their seasonal favorite, the creamy potato soup. Find out where the closest Baton Rouge is to you at batonrouge.ca and check them out for that deal. Only $30. It's Baton Rouge Grill House and Bar. If you enjoyed this podcast, please five-star it. It's crucial that you comment or review. If you like the podcast on Apple, comment, review, let us know, us, my personalities, me, myself, and I. Let me know what you think. Do it on Apple. It helps out. Download that little circle with the arrow going down like the Montreal Subway Metro system. Boom, click on that. Download even better. And check out previous episodes on the YouTube page available anytime. I'm Freeway Frank. We'll catch you again for two new episodes next week. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast, brought to you by OwnSpace.